Hello again, friends, for episode two of Here's to Your Health. This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert, and I hope you had a great Halloween yesterday. hope you had plenty of healthy, nutritious snacks. Today I want to talk to you about an article from yesterday's Science Daily talking about social networking and healthcare. It's been a huge topic of discussion, finally, and uh, a lot of the major medical groups are finally coming around to the idea that it's a great way to get health messages out to patients. Uh, the problem, as they see it, is that there's a big disconnect between the information that's being put out there and actual patient-centered medicine. Patient-centered medicine is a is a buzzword that's sort of taken on a whole new meaning here in the last few years, but essentially what it means is that all of the information that's put out there, all of the things that we do, the things from a healthcare perspective that we say or that we talk about need to be geared toward patient care. Uh, and, and that includes things like public health. But too often what we end up doing is talking about things that may not necessarily be uh, patient-centered, uh, but are instead, you know, tidbits of information that may be interesting or uh, may prove to be better suited to healthcare in the future. Uh, but oftentimes we forget to talk about things that are pertinent to people in the now. So there are a couple of things in this article that really jump out at me. Well, number one being that they say that these sites may lack patient-centered information and can also be sources of misleading information that could potentially do more harm than good. And they're basing that on these two studies, uh, one out of Mayo Clinic and the second out of the Cleveland Clinic, both of which talk about some of the pitfalls to using social media, uh, specifically YouTube and Facebook, to connect patients who may have uh, specific disorders. While I think this is a great idea to get people in contact with other people who may share their disorders, it doesn't always serve the purpose that it may have originally been set out for, which is to, to potentially spread um, health information or allow people to meet like-minded individuals who have a similar uh, health problem. Uh, all too often, the labels get plugged in, and it becomes a much less useful interaction uh, wherein people just kind of share stories about what's been going on with them, which could be helpful to certain to a certain extent. But what the goal originally was in these studies was to, to actually disseminate information, to actually teach people about the diseases and perhaps um, discuss new ways of treatment and other things like that. So again, the social media aspect of these studies is actually pretty obvious, um, but in the same token, it's not necessarily patient-centered um, and it's not necessarily for um, everyone. This podcast, uh, hopefully, over the next few days, weeks, and months, will metamorphosize into something that is incredibly patient-centered. The goal of this podcast is to answer your questions, to discuss things that are pertinent, that are in the news right now, or that are public health topics that are very important. Just like yesterday's episode was about influenza and the, the influenza vaccine, 
uh, I hope to discuss several things that are um, pertinent to day-to-day life and day-to-day well-being. One of the other things that the articles mention, and this is also very, very important, is that a lot of times the information posted by patients or uh, the information that already exists, some of the patient education information, uh, videos on YouTube and those kinds of things, that are already out there, that are on YouTube or that are on the web, can be misleading or even incorrect. And that's a very important point. And it's also something that, as physicians, we're going to have to really step up and kind of take the lead on, not only dispelling those myths, which is one of the things I'm going to be doing in this podcast, but also providing appropriate information in a setting and in a format that's easy for people to access. I'm going to start in the lighter notes of my podcast, including the links, or at least the the URLs for uh, the articles that I'm using to uh, put them together, and for the citations that I'm using, if it's coming out of textbooks or if it's coming off of uh, websites that are public accessible. Uh, And I want to, to make this as transparent as possible. I want people to understand that this isn't just me rambling on about these topics, this is actually me talking about these things from a, from a researched background. I don't want this to be something that becomes a rant fest. Uh, that's not to say that it won't include my opinions about certain things, but I do want to be very scientific and I want to be research and, and evidence-based in what I'm talking about. So uh, there's a lot of good information out there and sometimes it's just hard to get your hands on. So my goal is to make it more accessible to you as a patient or to you as a clinician or to you as a, as a, a person and to allow you to ask questions that you may have or that you may have seen information about. You know, If you see something on the Internet and you wonder, is this real or is this a medical fact uh, or is this a medical myth, go ahead and send me a uh, text message if you know me personally, you can send me a, a direct message on Twitter at D-R-T-O-L-B-E-R-T at Dr. Tolbert. That's my Twitter handle. Or you can find me on Facebook. However you feel led to, to contact me, uh, it, it's okay. I will try my best to keep up with all of those questions. And most of them, if they're something that I can get a lot of good background information on, will become uh, eventually podcasts on this feed. One of the things that this article points out, and it's one thing that I want to end with here, is that, and I'm quoting, the internet and social media are not going away. YouTube is a powerful platform to deliver and receive healthcare information, but healthcare providers and professional societies need to provide more educational and efficient materials using this powerful tool to counteract misleading information. That's my goal. That's my mantra And that's what I hope to provide for all of you with this podcast. This is Dr. Jerry Zilbert, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, The physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein, and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.